Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. And if you're watching the Line Star YouTube channel, there's an unhappy Steelers fan on the other side of this, <laughs> this screen. But um, make sure you check out Line Star on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL, and download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything that you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups, not just NFL folks, every sport that DraftKings and FanDuel and Yahoo Sports offers, they got you covered. So go check it out over there. As I mentioned, we have a Steelers fan. So first, I'm on Twitter at, at BD Entrick. He's on Twitter at Blogman Sports. Scott Blogman, heck of an AFC game, huh? I mean, unbelievable, dude. Talk about the tale of two halves and all that stuff. And, um, you know, as much as I don't want it to happen, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl and they look they look close to unstoppable right now. And it's not I, I said this b- uh, before on something else I was doing today and this is uh, they absolutely deserve to be in the Super Bowl. They beat the teams in front of them uh, to they beat the number one seed and probably the best team in the league, both on the road. So uh, impressive wins for sure. But they haven't won impressively yet throughout the playoffs, which is uh, it's good and bad. It, it's good because, you know, if they're in a close game, then or not even in a close game, they are not out of it. Doesn't matter. They, they are not 21. They were down 21 three in this one or whatever it was. That's impressive. But when I yeah. say they haven't won impressively, I mean, they haven't dominated yeah, an opponent yeah, yeah, yet, which gotcha. it doesn't matter. You win, you win, you win by one point all the way through and your margin of victory is four points in four games. Doesn't matter. You won all of them. Uh, so uh, absolutely deserve to be in the Super Bowl. Unbelievable comeback uh, for Cincinnati. But of course, I will be rooting for the L.A. Rams in the Super Bowl without doubt. Ram it. It's, it's ram it. Um, it's pretty crazy that um, you know the first opening weekend we we're kind of like ah, blowouts, wild card round. Is this what we want? Since then, every game's been decided by three points or less. It's oh, been yeah. some of the best football like ever. It's like even like we don't really like the teams. We talk about it on the previews we're like ah, blah, blah. like these games have been awesome, absolutely They've amazing been football. Like I, I was with a bunch of buddies because the Niners, a bunch of Niner fans here, so we got together. We were watching the AFC game first, and like most of these guys don't care because they're either Raiders fans or Niners fans. They have no interest in Chiefs. Well, they do. They don't like the Chiefs, but right. they didn't care about this game. And they were glued to the TV, just like my goodness, this is awesome! Like all this stuff, and it was it was great TV television. And I said it on the last on the I think it was the Picks and Bet show last week. I said if Joey Burrow goes into Arrowhead and gets a dub, I'm getting a Joey Burrow T-shirt. I've been shopping. It'll be ordered by the end of the <laughs> evening. I've I've got like narrowed down to like four because there's a couple it's websites right. got some pretty good ones. I hope it gets in here by next week. Look, show. I'm not going to hold you to that. So if you decide you don't want to buy it, I totally understand. Oh, no, that's so. part of the reason I want to wear it. So you have to stare at it for mm-hmm. a whole show. Great. That's half the fun. Mm-hmm. Well, better get here in the next two weeks. So, yeah, I like, you know. I'll, I'll pay the extra shipping, I think. If that's what's <laughs> happening. But uh, let's recap the game. Like we said, uh, Burrow and uh, Money Mac. Get the job done when it matters most. Uh, 27-24 in overtime. The Chiefs scored three total points in the second half, and that was the final field goal of the second half. Um, it was pure domination at one point that turned into a big, big dub for the Chief, uh, for the, the Bengals. So what do you got on this one? Because it was just – it was awesome to see. The confidence in this team is ridiculous. Yeah, and you know, it's funny because I said uh, – I said this uh, earlier today, or I thought of it earlier today. I don't know if I said anywhere, but um, – 
you know, I talked about the Chiefs and the magic they had and all that stuff. And in the second quarter of the game against Pittsburgh, it was like the Chiefs flipped a switch and Mahomes magic. He's running around. He's dancing. It doesn't matter. He's finding open guys. He had that all in the first half. And it was like right before halftime, power went out on that. They couldn't convert uh, on that uh, goal line stand by, I mean, Eli Apple with a win uh, was crazy. You know, he didn't, I don't think he had another win the whole game, but that was the big one on Twitter reminding people about Uh, the win though. I don't want to listen to stupid Eli Apple. He's adding, he's adding Tyreek Hill and Tyreek Hill said, you got my number basically call me instead of this Twitter stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean the dude, even the Bengals fans were, uh, posting pictures of Eli Apple in the third quarter, like, you know, uh, live look at Eli Apple and it's just burnt toast, you know? So, um, even the Bengals fans don't particularly care for him, but, um, you know, they, they, they did everything they had to do in the first half. And then the second half, the Bengals defense didn't let them do anything. Yeah. I mean, um, I think a lot of what, a lot of it was a little self-sabotage too, as far as, Mahomes just he had done this run around and throw it so many times I was yelling at him like I yell at Ben Roethlisberger I was like throw the ball throw it and you know with a guy that experience and has made magic happen in those you don't necessarily want to scream that at him but I mean most quarterbacks aren't getting out of that and he proved why most quarterbacks don't get out of that stuff in the second half that's exactly what happened he looked terrible uh played terrible in the second half and i believe pff said it was the um biggest uh, epa difference from a first half to a second half they've ever measured in a game i believe uh, from the first half to the second half for him but i mean you got to give credit to this defense man trey hendrickson balled out sam hubbard uh chased him down they had him playing spy yeah. Every once that in a was while. an amazing play to end uh, when they sacked him to put the field goal back at the end of yeah. the fourth quarter. That spy, like we were joking because they showed the replay and the guy's like, what's he doing? What's he doing? I'm all, he was counting seven alligators and he just went because <laughs> 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 he stood there, stood there, stood there. Yeah, just, seven Mississippi and yeah. then uh, run after him. Right. Yeah, then he went. <laughs> I, um, you know, and he knocked the ball out of Mahomes' mm-hmm. hands on that play too. And, yep. uh, you know, that was uh, probably when I got the most animated this weekend was uh, that play because, of course, I was rooting for the Chiefs, but, uh, you know, couldn't. Couldn't get it done on on that play, but um, they held. You know, even the Chiefs got the ball back too, and they couldn't make it happen after that. They were forced yeah. to punt, and then the Bengals just go down they and kick the field goal. They made a stop. Yeah, I mean, you know that that's that's the way it goes, and the whole crowd thought it was going to be a Chiefs win after that coin flip, and uh, it absolutely wasn't. Evan McPherson is uh, is got ice in his veins. Nailed another kick. Uh, to send them to the Super Bowl. So he's got one left. Is he going to have the walk-off kick to uh, win them the Super Bowl now? That's uh, going to gonna be the question, I mean. And um, like I said, the defense, Jesse Bates with that that play to knock it up and Von Bell to pick it off was outstanding. I mean, they are they are playing their best football. Yeah. And it's not, like I said, it's not overly impressive. You know, look at the score and go, wow, the Bengals dominated this game. You know, at any point, they're never out of it. They're always in it. And, um, you know, they win on both sides, which is the sc- they haven't dominated yet. And that is a scary thought. Yeah, because we Super Bowl, we've seen those games where it's like Jamar Chase goes for 200 yards and Higgins right. goes for like 120 and Mixon still gets his and they score 45 points. Like, right. Whew, like it'll be tough that, to do that against the Rams defense, especially uh, and when we've seen it time and time again, and we'll talk about it in the preview and everything like. 
two weeks to prepare, you see a lot of sluggish starts because that defense has that upper hand out the gate. And uh, that Rams defense looked pretty good. But, um, yeah, last last little bit on this one that um, – like because I, I told you before the show, I had a buddy in town, we were golfing. So, like, the first half we were golfing, and the second half we watched before the Niners game. And we're watching on the phone. Our, one guy actually had, like, Hulu TV on his phone. Yeah. And was like, um, oh, Chief score, oh, Ty- uh, Ke- uh, Kelsey, now it's 14 nothing. And we're like sitting there going – well, we can go like we don't no hurry, no hurry. We'll get right, ready, right, right. We'll be ready by three for the Niners game. No biggie. And then, awesome. Like, and I love that Joey Burrow has never lacked confidence. It was just, it was so great to see Higgins made some big plays when they kind of locked down on Chase a bit. It was a, it was good. It was just weird seeing a Chiefs team that been playing so well even in the first half, and then just three total points in the second half. That last field, it's all they got. That is. That's amazing, amazing stuff there from the Cincinnati Bengals. So uh, I mean, just to hold that team to that that small of a score in the second half was, um, like I said, they they definitely won it on defense. So remarkable stuff. And what else was remarkable? Another walk off field goal in L.A. between the Rams and the Niners. It's tough to beat a team three times in one season, Boggs. It's tough to do. The Rams got it done (laughs) twenty to seven. thing is is there's um there's a lot of things that could have went a different way in this game that's the best way i can put it a lot of dropped interceptions uh other situations um it also could have had one i'll say the rams could have 21 points up the gate because they had a picked off in the end zone and they had dropped touchdown in the end zone they could have they could have been up 21 10 at the half uh so there's a lot of scenarios that took place it ramsey dropped the pick six basically you know um the niners had the drop pick in the end Stafford and company get the job done. Cooper Cup's amazing still to this moment. And my Niner fan buddies, they always kept saying the entire game, Jimmy G's going to be Jimmy G. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. And then the last play, it was everybody <laughs> in the place. Loud F-bomb, there's Jimmy G. That was like, it was almost in unison in the whole place. And Right. Um, it sucks because everybody knew it was coming. And that's the, uh, the last pass he makes as a Niner. And that's the real shame of the situation. Yeah, you know, I uh, can't wait to see that in Pittsburgh next year, right? But uh, it, it was um, – Jimmy G is obviously the weak point of this team, right? I mean, uh, we saw Debo Samuel uh, go crazy, and you saw his emotional moment between him and uh, Odell after the game. It was um, it was hard to see somebody lose this game because I kind of like both these teams, right? I like Matt Stafford. Uh, Aaron Donald is one of the best we've ever seen play. Uh, in our lives, Cooper Cup is having this unbelievable season, best wide receiver in the NFL right now, no doubt. And, um, you know, it, Cam Akers coming off the Achilles uh, mm-hmm. outside of his fumbles last week. And he looked explosive, looked man. He was explosive. It was good. He looks good. And, the you know, the defense really stepping up. I mean, to see uh, Jalen Ramsey, you know, playing banged up, but, uh, you know, uh, it, obviously dropped the pick, but outside of that, uh, play pretty well. Um, you know, and Eli Mitchell had such a good year and I look, Jimmy G is better than league average, man. He's not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's good or great or elite or any of that stuff, but he's better than league average, right? There are, I bet you he's better than half of the quarterbacks in the NFL. So is that a uh, testament to Jimmy G or how bad a lot of teams quarterbacks are? I think it's a tip when there's only 32 jobs on the planet, you know, it's a testament to how good he is. And, uh, and he also said, look, now that it's over, I can tell you guys this, he said, my hand hurt 
every oh, second I was out yeah, there. He's been know? a mess for like three weeks. Like he's got right. multiple injuries. Right, exactly. The shoulder, the thumb, the thumb especially. But yeah, I mean, dude has been a wreck the last three weeks too. So, uh, you know, who's to say that if he's a little healthier, maybe they don't play a little bit better. But, you know, it is what it is. It, it didn't happen for them. And the Rams defense dominated, held them to 17 points. Um, you know, look good. Looks like they might actually, you know, they, everybody's talking about the Rams having a home field advantage in LA for the yeah. Super Bowl. I mean, they didn't have a home field advantage in the NFC Championship. Yeah. So, and the Super Bowl's ninety uh, percent, you know, company it, company tickets. Yeah, it's probably going to be pretty close to fifty fifty in that same. Yeah, we said last week, Ohio LA. can travel to LA. We've seen it in college. They right, no exactly. And the Chiefs traveled to Tampa Bay last year. Obviously, yeah. I think Tampa Bay had a better advantage than uh, the Rams are going to get. But uh, the Rams, you know, they're comfortable. They're they're familiar. That is a big part of it for the team. I don't think the crowd noise will be quite in their favor as they think it will be. But uh, they're favored going into the Super Bowl. And, you know, it's because a lot of this team has experience. A couple guys, a couple of big pieces don't, obviously. But uh, a lot of these guys do have experience going into the Super Bowl because they were just in it uh, three seasons ago. So uh, it's going to set up for a very interesting one. And I think I saw something that said the last 19 Super Bowls have had one of Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger, or San Francisco. So this will be the first one first without one of those. So uh, per, pretty crazy happening here. But, um, you know, uh, it's going to be a good one. And the Rams are favored by four. I think it's a fairly high over. And um, it's going to be, I mean, if if the last couple weeks of the playoffs have been any indicator, this one should be, it should be way more fun than the last Rams Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, that, sure. that was a super low scoring one. So, um this one should be way, way more fun. Yeah, it was it was an interesting game because I was actually thinking about it this morning and it's just the whole fantasy perspective that we, we think, like DFS perspective. And I'm like, it was a really cool game because OBJ, nine catches over 100 yards, he went off. Cup had a monster game. Debo did Debo things. Kittle even found the end zone. But neither quarterback did Jack. So it's like if you stacked the game up, it, like you needed to basically have like Burrow or even Mahomes, basically. And then you brought it back. It was, it was a weird combination of things. Um, I actually saw the guy that won the Millie on DraftKings had Mixon and P. Ryan at both Bengals running backs <laughs> and had Blanton. Like he knew Higby was going to get hurt or something, um, which is it's just, just the way the world works. But um, <laughs> it was a good game. It was a weird game. I kept yelling at the TV because um, the Niners were moving the ball with like the no huddle. And they said, this is Jimmy G's best setup. So why don't you run it more? Yeah, like because they were moving it really well during that. Like, what are you doing uh, when they didn't go for it on fourth and uh, two? Uh, I had Niner fans are ready to break things because they knew what was going to happen. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. And then with the Rams, when they kept trying to run the ball late when they were passing, like I was like, well, you guys are just over coaching this right now. But um, in the end, it worked out twenty to seventeen. It wasn't the most exciting game, but it was exciting type thing. It was kind of a weird one, but um, yeah, uh, Bengals Rams going to be interesting for sure. Go Bengals. That's the goal in this. Go one. Rams. But uh, we're going to see how this one plays out. And uh, at worst, like I've said pretty much every game, because I really don't have a horse in many of these games, I just want to be good. And so far, they've all been good. So just give me a good football game. Give me something that Give me something that when, when the game's over, we're talking more about the game than the commercials. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, I, look, I want the commercials to be good too, yeah. right? Well, and because the, the halftime show better not disappoint too, because you know. Yeah, have you seen all of the uh, all the oh, stupid man. things? You know, like uh, look, Matt Stafford and Eminem at the Super Bowl. This is closest Detroit will ever be. Yes. you know all that stuff. So, so good, but uh, should be fun. We'll have plenty to come up for you in the week on the pre-snap for that. Uh, quick thoughts on DK and Fanduel from our guess. We got DK up here uh, and Fan. Yeah, um, for the. Um, showdown because that's all we got one game folks showdown and they got lots of big prizes out there lots of big prizes so it's like you got burrow you got stafford that's going to be an interesting combo mixon's been money he's probably like the most consistent player out of anybody in this game so it feels like you kind of want a piece of Mixon. but uh anything that stands out to you at first glance that you know you might really want to focus on be different with you know, cups awesome there's no denying that of course Right. Well, I think, um, you know, uh, a couple things here. Um, number one, what the hell is going on with the tight ends? Because they both got hurt. Uh, obviously, yep. I think you're, you're more likely to see Higby than you are Uzama, but Uzama's got a chance to play. Yeah. Uh, but yep. uh, Drew Sample is not a bad uh, secondary option. Should he not be able to? We've obviously seen Kendall Blanton score a couple times. So that's a big one. But look, man, OBJ was dominant. Uh, in the NFC Championship, he was. I think he might have had his best game ever as a pro in that game. So, um, one of his best uh, for sure, if not the best. Um, you know, Chase. Chase is going to get a you know a mouthful of Ramsey this week. So or this Super Bowl. So uh, that's interesting. Maybe we should pivot to T Higgins. You know, um, that that would be interesting. But I feel like every time we say pivot to T Higgins, Jamar Chase goes yep. off. So it could be. Uh, you know, kind of a, a an opposite day type of a thing. Um, Cam Akers uh, got a little nicked up in the NFC Championship. It was was okay. He played, but it's interesting, to, you know, to kind of see him and Michelle get split. So uh, we'll have uh, you know more thoughts on that. This, this is just what is immediately coming to me. And you know, look, Evan McPherson's got to be yeah. in play, dude. The Ooh, guy just back, nails baby. long field goals. He's been outstanding, yep. so he's got to be at least in play. Yeah, Money Max uh, definitely in play. I got no problem with that there. Um, Blanton's going to probably be very popular based on Higby news because Higby looks pretty pretty messed up. Like I, a lot can change in the Nets. I guess it's totally a first look. We got basically two full weeks to go here. Higby looks really banged up. Uzuma, like you said, I've already heard reports on Monday. He said it's an MCL sprain, which means he could probably play this Sunday if he had to. The extra week he. Unless something really goes wrong, he looks like he'll be coming back. But it's still a sketchy thing. Um, one of the fun ones, because and I guess like you said, we'll we'll talk more about it. But with you know, cups expensive. Chase OBJ's been money. We've been talking about him every week. Just PPR goodness. Um, all these guys are expensive. Throwing a little Ben Skoranek out there. He's dirt cheap, and he dropped the touchdown this last week. We've seen it time and time again. He's going to get a couple targets every game, and if he can just fall onto something it becomes intriguing. So that'll be another one to watch. Like does uh, Stafford have his trust back after that big drop? Definitely one of the, you know, hero possibilities of the yes. Super Bowl. you know? Yeah. So it'll be fun to kind of look into it some more as the weeks, go, as the week goes on in the next week as more news and over news is what takes place. You have to like really decipher what's the, mm -hmm. the mumbo jumbo filler and what actually matters right now, because that's the way it, it, it the cookie crumbles as they say, but I'm ready for two weeks of glorifying Joey Burrow and the or Joey Burrow, as they say, oh, and the um, the Cincinnati Bengals as they're getting Why not ready just to call him Joe Shiesty, Bubba. as they're getting ready Good to Lord. win the next Super Bowl. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's gonna be a couple great shows. You're not gonna want to miss, folks. That's all I gotta say. 
because <laughs> Bogman's going to love me after all this is said and done. But final thoughts, Boggs, as we wrap up the preview of the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, looks like destiny for Matt Stafford, but it also looks like the Bengals are unstoppable. So uh, I hope we get if, if this Super Bowl might be the best ever if it lives up to the hype that we've seen um, the rest of these games outside of that first round, like you said, uh, come to fruition here. So it should be a, it should be a good one either way. I'm excited for it. Destiny versus dynasty. Sounds good to me. I, I you'd love to see a Bengals dynasty. I know you would. Um, but with that being said, folks, we're going to I'll keep talking trash to Bogman out, off the air and it'll go on for the rest of the, the couple of weeks here. But you can find Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BDN, check the podcast, pre-snap, give it a rate and review on uh, iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And follow Lionstar on Twitter at Lionstar app and at Lionstar NFL. But until next time, when we preview the actual Super Bowl and give you the prop bets and more, this was the pre-snap podcast. Catch you all later. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma 